Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of GWBC Radio, and we are open for business. And today we have as a guest, Laura McGuire, and she is with Hipstick Legwear. Welcome, Laura. Hello, it is a pleasure to be with you today. Well, I'm excited to learn all about Hipstick. Tell us what you're up to, who you're serving, and what are you doing for folks? Yes, so we have an e-commerce website, and in 2020, it um, has never been more important to be online with your product. So we have absolutely been open for business this entire year, serving customers um, by shipping their legwear right to their front door. Now, did you start as a brick and mortar or was this always a, a kind of an online operation? We start we started online and in talking with women who own businesses who were um, brick and mortar first before 2020, they have definitely experienced the most change in their businesses this year, um, moving um, online, but they all tell me that they're excited now to be online, that they're so glad that that was the push that led them to get online, but we have always been online. So we were ready for um, this year and the challenges that we have faced. Now, uh, tell us about kind of the backstory. How did Hipstick start? Yeah, so I am a, a professional woman, love to uh, wear uh, professional clothing, dress up, be stylish and fashionable. And I worked at Dillard's in around 2003 or so. And I was given the hosiery department to uh, help service the customers there. Um, the I work with, they would have rather been in shoes or handbags. So I said, I'll take one for the team. I'll be in hosiery. And while I was in that section, I had a very difficult time helping customers find a fit that they liked. Um, it was always an awkward conversation because hosiery is sized by weight which is just a very, um, is a very awkward way to, to size a product. And they would come to me like, I've got to go to an event. I've got to have legwear for the event, but I really don't want to purchase this. And after years of being in that department and then trying to find comfortable legwear myself, I said, there really is an outage in this category. There hasn't been a whole bunch of innovation besides um, shapewear, which is the opposite um, of, of comfort in a lot of ways. And so I said, you know what, after all these years, there has um, got to be a way to make a comfortable hosiery product. And so, so that out of a pain point, that's where Hipstick was born. So now had you uh, done any kind of um, sewing or any knowledge about being a seamstress or you were just kind of making this up as you went along? Yeah, that's the funny part is that um, entrepreneurs come into um, whatever they, um, whatever comes to be from different levels and skill set. And where I came in was with the knowledge of how to launch products. I have a background in launching products at grocery. So I knew what it takes to build a brand, find an audience, 
and launch a product. I do not have a background in fashion. I don't have a background um, in manufacturing. That's the stuff that I learned along the way. Um, and it's interesting to talk with you know, other female business owners of where their skill set started and then um, who they brought in to help them grow their business with the skill sets that they um, need. And then, so this was a situation where you saw there was a problem and there was like a, a space in the marketplace for something new and different and better. And um, so the actual product part kind of came secondarily. You saw the problem and you're like, okay, I'm going to fit a product in here that I think that'll kind of fill this gap. Yeah, I think a lot of entrepreneurs, they, they want to scratch their own itch. And that's what um, leads to a business. I don't think um, a, a lot of entrepreneurs, unless you're, you come from a family-owned business, I don't think you wake up one day and say, hey, I want to start a business today. I think you really develop um, through life experiences. Um, you are in these situations where you say, things can be better and this product could be changed or this service, if you're a service-based business, there's um, something that I could do differently to set myself apart and to really service my customer. And I think that's where the passion comes from. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, that's, that's how it began for me. So now when you had this idea and saw this problem to be solved, what were kind of those steps to test this theory that there really was a place in the marketplace for your service or your product? Yes. So I purchased, gosh, hundreds of different styles and brands from some of the top brands to brands. And I, I bought pairs from Australia companies. Um, and I just started trying on all kinds of different designs and started leading myself to be able to have a conversation with other women so that it wasn't just um, my opinions of what needed to change, but also where were there gaps that we could fill. Um, so we did a panel with um, women of all shapes and all sizes um, to ask them, what were they looking for? And the resounding answer, I, I think it came back 40% when we did this survey years ago, um, that comfort was the word they were missing out on. So that's the one key attribute that I, I latched onto. I said, this comfort is, it's a big deal. We got to figure out how to create a design that leads with comfort. Um, and so we did consumer testing. They tried on the product. They gave me feedback. And that's how we actually developed a new way to size hosiery. So I had mentioned um, the weight shape chart uh, or the weight chart is is predominant in hosiery. And I discovered that it, it was quite flawed because people carry their weight in different places and legwear is all about the legs. So really, it's all about shape and body shape and um, your hips. Uh, and so that's where we developed a shape-based sizing, so shape paired with height versus that awkward conversation of the weight. And I have today a less than 1% return rate, which I'm so proud of. Typically, apparel is around 40%. And I think that sizing and getting that right has really changed um, the fit for women and made it so super comfortable. And we've delivered on that thing that we really needed to fill the gap on, which was comfort. 
Now, being uh, exclusively online, how did you kind of get people over the hump to feel comfortable trying something maybe that they hadn't ever been sized in this manner and feel confident that they're going to get what they want? Yeah, that's a great question. And it really goes to educating the consumer. And in this world, video is so important. And um, sharing videos, sharing stories, sharing customer testimonials, um, and how uh, women of all different shapes, um, how they uh, understand the sizing chart and work through that sizing chart through real customer reviews and videos. So, we, we have such an opportunity online to tell so much more of a story than just if you walk, if you walk through a store, you've just got that, that shelf presence. But online, we can really um, say so much more and there's so much content to be developed there. So that's what we've really tapped into is asking our own customers to talk about uh, talk about their experience with Hipstick and talk about their size so that someone can visually see her on the screen and relate to her. Now, how did you kind of create that uh, kind of a community that where your customer wants to share? Yeah, so really, if if you put out authentic conversations, it really fuels just more conversation. So I think in this category, it had just been made the same way and done the same way for so long that no one was having conversations about how to make it different or how to innovate or how to change it. And I find it so, it's so fun to hear a customer say to me, wow, that was my idea back in the 90s when I had to wear these every day for work. When I hear that, it makes me know that that there was something that she knew was wrong and that I'm the one to help bring this to the market. So that's very special. And I think it's it's being authentic and opening up these conversations about the reality of what's going on for whatever product you have, being honest um, and saying, hey, here's something that we can change um, rather than just highlighting the best parts. Um, I think the community was built out of really highlighting, here's something that can be changed and we are changing it and we want you to be part of it. Now, any advice for the folks out there that are maybe launching their own thing and they'd like to build a community? Are there some kind of fundamental uh, foundational steps that you have to do to get those first members to get an active, engaged community? Because I know a community is easier to deal with when it's large and it's kind of self-sufficient, but to to create that escape velocity to get it up and running is not like flipping a switch. That's so true. And so we used um, Kickstarter or or crowdfunding to help really kick us off. And that group of people who were very excited about this change and this product, they really helped propel us uh, forward. um, That group was just 100 women who then told their friends and their friends told their friends. So using a marketing tool such as crowdfunding or going to an event or joining a group of women, uh, anywhere where you can get um, 
to a place where it can snowball, that will really help you to build that community because you're right. Um, the voices of a hundred women is so much louder than just the voices of myself alone or one or two people. So even though we did not get funded um, in our Kickstarter, in our Kickstarter campaign, um, I did not see it as a failure. I saw it as a total win that we had that group of women now that could try the product, give us feedback and tell others and share. Now, um, when you uh, created this company and you started building the community around it, uh, that's an achievement by itself. So kudos to you for doing that. How important was it for you to kind of create uh, this kind of manufacturing opportunity in the United States? Yeah, so I'm in North Carolina, and it was very important to me to be very close to my manufacturer. I wanted to have the ability to just hop in my car and go talk to them um, about a new product development or talk to them about inventory or how it was going. And so it was 100%. I was not going to launch the company unless I found a manufacturer in the United States and even better in North Carolina. And I arrived at a manufacturer who's only 90 minutes from my home base, um, which is perfect. We're in the same state. And, and we can um, we can have those conversations. Um, I, I thought that was so important. And I wanted to be not only a women-owned business to um, highlight that female founders and be part of that community, but I also wanted to be part of the group of companies that are manufacturing here right in the United States. Now, um, in your business, you have been kind of immersing, immerse, immersing, immersing yourself within that kind of female founder, uh, women business community. Why did you choose to kind of become a member of GWBC and really kind of get involved with other female founders? Why was that important to you? So a woman that I used to work with, um, she actually, when she found out I was launching Hipstick, she said, one of the first things you need to do is apply for GWBC. And I put it on my to-do list and I investigated it. And it was a very rigorous application process, which going through it, it's a, it's a lot to do. But the value of that is that all GWBC members are authentically women-owned companies. They are very special companies. They have been uh, vetted by... Um, by that uh, group group of um, women in that home office, and it is a very special, uh, very special act uh, membership to be a part of. And just having the opportunity to meet with other women who are going through similar stages right in your home community is so special. And I would encourage. Um, any female-owned business to to check into GWBC, see what it's all about, and um, ask ask questions of current members about the opportunities available uh, to get involved. There are so many different ways to get involved from uh, from going on the website and learning to actually attending events. Um, when you back when you could attend events, and I'm sure there'll be forthcoming in the coming years when we can get back to doing events. But all of that leads to amazing opportunities. 
Now, um, the support from the group is um, is a value by itself, but has the group, being a member of the group, ever opened the doors for business for you? Were you able to kind of leverage some of the connections that they, or entrees that they're able to give to benefit your firm? Yes, I have an amazing story, and it's one of the most special things that have, has happened since um, founding the Hipstick brand. So I what I signed up to be a ambassador or a host um, at one of the events, which meant that I was go- that I helped out, I um, served, I opened the door. Um, I, there were uh, about five of us who did that, and you can anyone can sign up um, to be part of that, and you get a free ticket to the event, which was great. It, it got my feet wet to start events. So while I was um, uh, while I was being a host, um, this was during a luncheon. Everyone had sat down at the table, and there was an empty spot that I saw across the room. All of the other hosts had sat down. So I said, "Okay, I guess that's that's my seat. That's where I'm going to go sit." So I went over, and during the speakers, um, while the speaker was talking, she said. Uh, look to the person on your right and say hello and tell them where you're from. I happened to have sat down next to a representative from Macy's department store. It was a serendipitous moment. I got to share with her my story. Macy's was actually a retailer that I really wanted to get an opportunity with. And just by sitting next to her, that open spot, um, hipstick, uh, couple months later, we were on shelves at Macy's, which was a huge opportunity for the business and something that I never would have gotten that opportunity to, to meet that lady and speak with her had that not happened. So that was so neat. And those are the kind of things that just happen together with other women and you put yourself into opportunities like GWBC. And that's a great example for young people out there that are listening that it's, you know, joining an organization is important. And and that's, that's, everybody knows that, but you have to get involved. You raised your hand and said, I want to volunteer. I want to, you know, serve as well. I'm not just here to take, I'm here to give. And then, you know, serendipity worked out for you and it went your way. I mean, you can't control that part, but you can control the, the, the leadership skills you demonstrated by showing up and um, and working that event. So kudos to you. You, you earned that. And that it's, it may seem like an accident, but you did a lot of work to make that accident happen. Thank you. Yeah, I have to pinch myself that that actually happened, but it actually did. <laughs> so now what do you need more of? How can we help you? Well, well I would love for... Um, listeners to visit my website and see if the hipstick design is right for you and something that your wardrobe has been missing for all these years. I am at hipstick.com. That's H-I-P-S-T-I-K.com. And if you uh, contact me through the website or or use any form of contact through the website, that's going to be me on the other side. I'm very hands-on. I answer the emails or if you text me, that's me. So I can help with sizing, any questions, also wholesale opportunities. So if you're interested in that, if you're a boutique owner or if you're a shop owner, I would love to speak with you that way. And then we're on all the social media channels. So I look forward to you visiting uh, hipstick.com and uh, reaching out to me. I'd love to meet you. 
All right. Well, Laura, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Thank you for having me on. It was really fun. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on GWBC Open for Business. (laughs) 